Hello and welcome to Over the Trent and in heartbreaking fashion, Nottingham Forest are out of the FA Cup. But to cheer your mood up, we have a very exciting guest. Sam Evans from the Tricky Teas uh, shop is joining us. Now, Sam, this is a very, very cool initiative you've got going. How are you and what is it that you do relating to Nottingham Forest? Yeah, I'm very good. Thanks, Dom. Uh, thank you for having me on the podcast, first of all. Uh, it, it, it's, it's nice to be able to come and do these things now. Um, but yeah, no, a little bit about myself. Um, so I kind of started this uh, t-shirt thing, had a kind of a passion for doing digital artwork and thought I'd channel that into creating some forest related stuff and started a t-shirt company called Tricky Tees. Um, so like, like this Alanga t-shirt that I've got on right now, um, I've produced some a variety of designs and I do them for um, some of the other players as well. And yeah, I just, it's something that I, I enjoy doing, being creative and hopefully other people might enjoy wearing them as well. It's just, yeah, it's something that's a, very much a hobby for me, but yeah, I'm trying to grow it and see where it goes. It's such a nice thing about Nottingham Forest at the moment. There's so much creativity emanating from the club and we've seen it with Art of Football and now we're seeing it with you. Affordable pieces of merchandise that are cool. A few years ago, all we had was sort of Macron hoodies and quite basic stuff. But now seeing some of the like, gear you're putting out, it's just really exciting. So I can see a Felipe shirt, uh, Morgan Gibbs White, Chris Wood, Marillo in the sort of style of Obama. And then you've got what I really like, and I loved your little post about this, was the NFC uh, 2122 shirts. And a little bit like, where do your ideas come from? Are you talking to fans or are you just thinking these up on the toilet? Where are these all coming from? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a mix. I just obviously get the inspiration from from watching the games. Like the, I think the one that kind of the first thing that idea that I had was, um, it started off as quite a generic idea and I was doing sort of iconic football celebrations. And then obviously Danilo went on that great run and the, the birth of his iconic his iconic celebration um, happened. And I was like, right, well, that's perfect for a T-shirt. So that was the first kind of one that happened. And obviously I got to meet Danilo and give him a T-shirt, um, which was which was a really cool moment. So yeah, it, it kind of comes like that. They, they The ideas just come to me. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to um, see what see what people like, and and at the moment it's just a, a lot of trial and error, and, and see what see what kind of people like. But yeah, like I say, I've done done that more generic one with the um, with the different kits from the promotion season and the, this season. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying all sorts of things, seeing what people like, and 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 yeah, just running with it. The name is also fantastic, tricky tease. That I mean, that just sort of writes itself. Um, with this uh, store. Where do you want it to go to? Because obviously, there's obviously limitations to what can be done, but it feels like this is very much a fan-led opportunity. What is the sort of end game for you? I have got zero expectations. <laughs> Look um, in your eyes there, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got zero expectations. I started this, like I say, as a, as a hobby, and um, some of my mates pushed me to kind of take it a bit further and see, see what happens with it. And I mean, I'm trying to run Instagram and, and TikTok accounts to try and get my name out there, which is, it's it's a bit unusual for me i'm not really that uh that that much into social media i'm very much a backseat person normally so putting myself out in the limelight and doing things like this is very much um outside my comfort zone i'd say or uh outside what i normally do but yeah i i, I don't know where it'll go just the opportunities i'm getting like obviously coming on the podcast with you doing stuff at the at the new fan park and um yeah even like having just having like players in the t-shirts i designed but how yeah. how cool is that how crazy is that that is so cool. I can imagine the sort of joy you get from seeing players. Like I can see on you pinned it, the Felipe in the Felipe shirt. 
that's something so specific that only you will be able to enjoy in your life. That's just, that must be so cool for you. Um, what's a favorite shirt purely on design? Cause obviously you've had moments with Danilo and Felipe purely on design. What is your favorite shirt at the moment? Uh, the Gibbs white one. Yeah. Um, I think that, that one's just so, so cool. So iconic. The, the celebration that was from the, the, um, the Wolves game. And it was just, oh, it's so, so good. And yeah, that, that one personally sticks out for me. I think it was, it's a, it's a good design. It's unique and um, it looks really good on a t-shirt. So uh, yeah, I think that's probably one of my favorites. Um, but also this, this one that I'm wearing as well is one, probably one that's the most popular uh, that I've, that I've, I've realized it's, it's simple, but I think it's, it's just a, it's a quite a fun, unique design. For those listening, what, what you got on? It's an Alanga shirt, isn't it? Yeah. So I, this one is a funny one. It came to me. I was actually on holiday, sat by the pool and a guy walked in, in a, uh, a guy walked by the pool in a, um, old school Nike t-shirt. It was the blue and yellow. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. It looks kind of a bit like the Ikea logo. And I went, oh, it's such a shame. We haven't got a, um, I was thinking about Alexander Isak for Newcastle. So I said, it's such a shame. We haven't got a Swedish player. And then it clicked. I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> we have a, we have a Langer. And so I decided to kind of adapt what would be the IKEA logo for for Anthony Alanga, and this this is what came out. So yeah, it's nice and fresh. It's nice and clean. It's such an exciting part, and we'll whack the link up to your store uh, in the story and in the bio. But let's move on to Manchester United. A disappointing loss. I think we were all expecting a loss, if we're quite honest. I think if you look at the previous FA Cup ties, struggling away at Blackpool, struggling at Bristol City, and this is probably our best performance in the Cup. And um, Man United just stole it at the death. What did you think of the whole game? Yeah, I thought generally we played quite well. There's obviously, obviously those frailties at the back that we'll probably touch on, but I think generally we were good. It was quite an even game. I just don't think any team really had their finishing boots on right until the, until the end of the game, really. Uh, we had chances, they had chances. It was a good it was a good cup tie, um, and it's nice to go into those games and 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 compete and look like a team that that could could have won that game. I think it it, it was it could have gone either way in the end. Um, so yeah, I'm not disappointed with the performance. Obviously, the result. Well, I'd have liked it to have gone better, but not disappointed with the performance at all. Yeah, it, I, I think I very much echo those thoughts. Let's talk about the back line. Let's get straight into it. Felipe's come back into the team and not been the Felipe I think all Forest fans would have wanted. Now, obviously, there's he's been out for nearly eight months, nine months. He's been out for a long time. There's going to have to be a process, but it doesn't feel like he's quite slotted back into the team. Murillo has looked very good. Is Felipe the pairing for Murillo or should we be looking at Neocarte or is there anyone else? Maybe Bolly coming back from AFCON. Who is for you the back centre pairing? I mean, I I like Felipe a lot. I think he he is good, but it is that thing that he is getting towards the end of his career, and at some point, he's probably not going to be able to keep up with the pace of the Premier League. Personally, this season, I think we've looked the most secure, and we've had Willie Bolly and Murillo as a partnership. I think they complement each other very well. Um, Bolly is solid at the back, wins everything in the air, and throws himself in front of everything. Um, so he's he's a fantastic defender, but I think what he lacks in kind of that that creative and playing out from the back. Murillo has that in abundance. So those two, I think, really complement each other. So that's probably been my favourite partnership at the back. So hopefully Bolly can be fit after AFCON um, and we can get those two back in together. But to be honest, I think we have a lot of good options. I don't think the centre-back par- partnership is really where we're lacking. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a difficult one because I think, yeah, it is, it is a difficult one. I think I... I, I 
I personally would go for would, for Bolly and Murillo, but I would be happy with any of them, really. Where would you say the problem is then? Um, I would say the problem is probably in that midfield. It's so inconsistent and it's so difficult to... I'd be scratching my head if I was Nuno with, with who to play in midfield because one week you'll have an absolute blinder from one of them and then the next week they'll look a bit missing and we look like a bit weak in midfield. Um, I mean, I've go back to to the West Ham game and and um, Danilo and Dominguez were fantastic in there. And then contrastly against um, Aston Villa, they were didn't look like they were they were really there. So it's it's a real complicated one, and I think that midfield is where we're crying out for for a thirty five million pound Sangare to to turn up and 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 slot himself in there. Totally agree. Sangare has been a sort of mystical figure and it almost reminded me of a lot of the chat about Froiler a lot of people seeing the runs he did and then it all sort of came tumbling down for Froiler all that whole reputation just fell apart and then we obviously swapped him for Dominguez I think I do agree Danilo hasn't hit the ground running and he's never looked totally informed he's had moments of genius but there's often times where you're thinking his passing's lacking Ryan Yates obviously doing a lot of the hard work and it's Ryan Yates, you know what I mean? It's He's doing the legwork and he's really putting his into the club. One person who I was impressed with and, you know, he's copped a lot of criticism from Forest fans, Divock Origi, whether it was just because he's playing against Man United and it's just in his soul that he's got to score, I thought he had one of his best appearances for Forest. Do you think him out there on the wing, sort of left, right attacking mid, it's sort of a weird position he was in. He wasn't quite on the wing, but what did you make of him and what do you think Forest fans can see of him in the future? Yeah, I mean, I'll hold my hands up. I've been quite critical of him before. Um, he's he's often looked a bit lazy, and not really interested. But yesterday, he kind of proved me wrong. I think he he looked sharp. He looked like he wanted to get into good positions, and he he was a threat for a lot of the game. Like I say, it's, it was a bit of a weird one because, in my mind, I think in a lot of people's mind, he is a out and out centre forward, and he's one of those three out of him, Awani and Chris Wood that's that would be the leading the line. So when he lined up on the wing, I mean, he has done before this season, I know, but when he lined up on the wing, I was a bit, okay, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, he, he he was really good. The only thing that was a bit questionable, I think, about where, where he lined up was we had Alanga on the left, who's been playing on the right all season, and Origi came on on the right wing. And United lined up with Amrabat at left back. Mm. And I was, I just couldn't believe that Alanga didn't come out onto that right wing and face up against Amrabat. They they changed it in the second half, right when United also changed formation and Amrabat moved into midfield. And it was so frustrating to watch because there was a couple of times where we had a chance to to, to spin him behind. And Origi's not slow, but Alanga is, would have just been so dangerous on that wing. So it's a frustrating one um, for me. That was, a, that was a, a bit of a weird selection choice, I thought. Um, and it wasn't quite reactive to what United were doing, but... Um, but no, fair play to Origi. Like, like I say, he's proved me wrong. Um, I was a bit of a critic of his. So hopefully this can be a bit of a, a start for him in a Forest shirt and he can push on from this. Tyro wasn't fantastic. Let's be very, very honest. There's a big chance down at the Trent end. I was right behind the goal and I thought, this is it. Almost got ready for the limbs. And he just scuffs it, goes straight into, who's the goalkeeper? Oh, it was Anana. Oh, Anana, yeah. Yeah, just goes straight to Anana. Who actually, I've got to say this, you cops a lot of flack from United fans. He dealt with, you know, the Trent and having a bit of a laugh with him with an absolute plum. I've never seen a goalkeeper do it so well. So shout out to Onana. But Awanyi's miss, I think around the 55th minute, really cost Nottingham Forest. Awanyi obviously scores lots of goals, but there is 
I don't know how to say this politely, there does feel a distance between his brain and his feet sometimes. It does feel like he's a second behind where his brain wants him to be. If Divock can get a bit more fluid and a bit more natural, it wouldn't be a bad thing to have a bit more competition for a one year, do you think? I mean, competition's always healthy. I think any position in the team, you need that competition. Yeah, I know what you mean about Taiwo. He does look a bit of like a clumsy, clumsy player at times, but I think that kind of works in his favour a lot of the time. I think he's an unorthodox striker. I think that's what kind of... That's what kind of creates those <laughs> the, those panic moments for defenders when when he's running at them and what, the ball's bouncing off any part of his leg and he ends up bundling through one on one. Yeah, it, he he didn't have his shooting boots on unfortunately, and he hasn't quite looked perfectly fit since he came back. Mm. Um, I've no doubt. I've no doubt that once he kind of gets hundred percent again, we'll we'll see the best out of Taiwo because because he he's been fantastic for us. I know, he, yeah, he had a poor game, but he's he's he has to start for me. I think, and well, yeah, any game that we have, I think he has to he has to start if he's fit. Speaking of starters, Gio Reyna, despite the best efforts of the U.S. men's national Twitter feed, uh, <laughs> didn't start, um, which is quite interesting. I think a lot of Forest fans expected him to start over Divock. It, it's just a bit weird that we've signed him, big move from Borussia Dortmund, get those minutes in, and he's barely been on the pitch for Nottingham Forest. Is this settling in, do you think, or is he not quite what we've been asked for? Yeah, well, please, can we just not sign any more Americans because Twitter <laughs> is so irritating at the moment. Yeah, though, they uh, he, he's obviously a very talented player. That's why Dortmund have extended his contract and not had a, a clause in his contract that we can buy him at the end of the loan. Want, he's, he, he's coming to be a number 10, which is going to be really difficult when you've got the best player at the club in that position. Yeah, I don't know. He's... He's looked good on the ball when he's come on. He's obviously only only had 10-minute spells here and there. He's looked confident on the, on the ball, but have I seen enough out of him? I was I was thinking about this the other day and whether if it was the other way around and Gibbs-White was the one that was on the bench and Rainer was the one playing, if Gibbs-White was the one that would, to come on for those last 10 minutes, he would be absolutely busting a gut to to, to make things happen, to, 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 to do every, everything he can to grab that shirt. And I just don't think I've seen that from Rainer. I mean, I mean, it's tough for him. He's he's coming into a new league. He's only getting ten minute spells. I know that, but yeah, that's my that's my kind of view of it. And he is incredibly young. We do need to remember that. And I think Danilo suffered from that a little bit just around January last year. He was sort of growing into Nottingham, growing into being away from home. And you know, he obviously settled in Germany. It's not going to be permanent. And now moving to Nottingham, there's a lot for a young lad on a foreign soil. So we do have to account for that. But I do agree with you. There's not quite that same energy when we've seen him. Um, but that sort of was the game. The goal. The goal. I. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think both of us just sighing and shaking our heads at each other sums it all up. It was a soft foul to give away. And then yeah. the, the whole mess and offsides and Morgan Gibbs-White's Instagram story. I think Forest fans obviously very disappointed with it. And uh, refereeing has never been consistent in this league, but it just felt so strange. But I, I, I couldn't really make out the mess that happened, but... It was just so for us to turn off in that moment, but it's almost a good thing. Let's try and make turn it into a positive. The goal's been given. We can't go back and retroactively take it away. That's never going to happen. But 30 minutes on top of that, when we're playing Liverpool this weekend, that wouldn't have been good. Liverpool cruised to a victory with a lad who I've never heard of, Jaden Dan scoring two. <laughs> They're just producing. You know how Brighton just produce wonder kids from South America? Liverpool just keep producing these goal-scoring youngsters. 
it's interesting playing Liverpool on Saturday. What are your sort of preliminary thoughts about Liverpool going into this game? Because obviously they've had a big win over Southampton and the League Cup final. Are they for the taking or are they using that momentum, do you think? I don't know. I honestly, I can't, I can't tell Liverpool. Um, they just seem to have something in there that they can dig out results no matter what injury crisis they've, they've got going on. Obviously, them going to um, extra time on, at the weekend, I thought was, was a positive with a, with a depleted squad. You always want to see that. I mean, I think at, at home, I think honestly, we can, anyone can come, come to the city ground and have a tough time. I think we're, we are a completely different team when we play at home. And, Anyone that comes to the city ground, the, if the atmosphere is bouncing, which we all know it can be, it, it might not have been the best this season at times, but we all know it can be and it, sh- it needs to be on Saturday. Mm. Then those young players that maybe aren't used to it, are used to a couple of hundred people watching at under 23s level, mm. then it's going to be a difficult atmosphere for them. Um, I'm hopeful that we can make advantage of that and, and, and really, really make it a, a kind of an intimidating atmosphere. And... and Exactly, yeah. Punish them for, I mean, teams. A lot of teams had it. We've had it in the past. I mean, last season when we had so many injuries, and we got punished by teams because we had weak squads out, and that, that's what happens. So we need to make sure that we do that to those teams as well, and don't give them an easy, easy way out of it. Can I have a score prediction? And this is going to start the tricky tree theory with the tricky tease guy. So that's quite a lot. That's quite a lot of tease there. Um, that what's is... the score prediction for Saturday? I'm going to go for. A 1-0, same as last season. 1-0 Forest. Can I get a goal scorer? Is it going to be a one knee? Um, I'm going to say Anthony Alanga to score. Nice, nice. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to your favourite Forest player of all time. This can be for any reason. We've had people saying John Terry when we've had Chelsea fans. We've had Roy Keane from United fans. But who is your favourite Forest player of all time? Okay, God of all time. I would say just because when I was growing up and watching him play, he was the first player that that I can remember. I used to do this in training all the time: is pull my socks over my knees, and it was Raddy Majewski was probably my favourite Forest player. He was just a a bag of tricks and something that was just so kind of fresh at the time. So he scored some wonderful goals as well. I remember sitting sitting in the um, in the main stand when he uh, crashed that ball in off the crossbar against Derby many years ago. Um, in the first minute so yeah he's probably one of my one of my favourite all-time Forest players that is one of the best answers we've ever had Raddy Majewski is there ever going to be a Raddy Majewski shirt made no there's a big shake of the head I, maybe I, I didn't think you were going to ask me that question I, I um, <laughs> who knows maybe maybe I'll, I'll, I'll start going back and, and doing some of the uh, the old legends of, of Forest as well at some point so maybe he'll be uh, he'll be one to look out for he was absolutely sensational. And when you said, as a kid, I used to do this, I thought you were going to go down the Robert Earnshaw flip and the sort of... <laughs> I wasn't a very good footballer, but I did score once as a kid. I did... Obviously, I can't do a flip. Like, let's not kid ourselves. I'm a big, big lad. I did a little roly-poly, then did that in front of the crowd. Nice. And I just... Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like we're very much the same generation. Raddy Maeski was something else. He he walked so Joe, Joe Lolly could run, to be honest, if we're very honest. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, where do you think Nottingham Forest will finish this season? Now, you can take this any way you want, whether we have the point deduction. Tell me your workings out. Well, I think it's it's a question that probably requires two answers, I think, with and without the, the point deduction. I think I think with the point deduction, whatever it may be. Well, it's a different it's a difficult one. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna say that we're gonna have a point deduction because I think we will. 
I think will be from what I've seen in my in my own research, will we're, we're Everton obviously got reduced to six, and I think we're going to be somewhere but around between six and three points um, deducted. So I hope that will be enough to keep us up. And I hope that when that happens, I mean, Everton, when they first got that deduction, they had a real bounce in form. Mm. They started winning games. And I mean, they immediately kind of overturned that deduction with their results. And I just really hope that if that's the case for us, then we do something similar and and we really push on. Because I almost feel like we're better when we're the underdog. Last season, we we had everyone telling us that we'd spent too much, well, we bought too many players in too many, um, spent too much money and, and no one, no one knew how to play against, like play with each other. And the, to get everyone kind of got together and got behind each other and, and we, we got to survival. And I think that kind of suits us that, that, um, yeah, that underdog sort of mentality kind of really suits us and we all dig in. So I'm, I'm going to say that we are going to finish in 17th position. 17th surviving by the skin of our teeth having a look at fixtures now with Chelsea and Man City at home Tottenham away and obviously Liverpool coming up and Brighton away to be fair there are a lot of winnable games in that mix Luton Town Crystal Palace Fulham Wolves Everton Sheffield United and Burnley all to come I think we've done the hard yards right now we've we don't have any more cup fixtures Nottingham Forest have it in their hands to stay up. Now, obviously, we've got to wait for those point deductions, and that can be that can be crippling, but we've got to keep going. And I think, like you said, if the atmosphere is what it used to be, we can stay up. Uh, Sam, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Is there a shirt you really want to plug and we'll send it out? We'll make that the big one. What is your favourite shirt at the moment? My favourite shirt at the moment? Let's, he's he's so good. Let's do the Murillo one. He's, Murillo. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he might not be with us for too long, so we may as well make the most of it. That's a great sales tactic. Buy him while he's still <laughs> at the club. Um, where can people find your stuff? Because it's actually amazing. I'm going to get some myself because I'm absolutely falling in love with it, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's, it's So I've got an Instagram account, uh, tricky.tees, and my link to my website is is in the bio there. Um, I'm actually going to, there's, there's a free shipping weekend as well. So, um, it'll be a, a good time to get one this weekend. If anyone's, if anyone fancies getting one. So yeah, please check it out. Give me a follow on Instagram. It'd be, it'd be much appreciated. And I'm, I'll probably be down at, uh, I think I'm going to be down at the, the fan park on, on Saturday for, for Liverpool game. So if anyone else is down there and sees me, just come and say hello. And, and, and yeah, I can give anyone a bit more information about what I do and, and yeah, I'm always happy to talk to people. Sam, as an ambassador for that fan park, I should probably plug that as well. Definitely come free uh, tickets, reduced price drinks. And also Sam and I will be on the Bad Tactics show, which is a real good laugh. Tell your mates about it because we need people to come make it that friendly atmosphere. But there's so many exciting young forest creators and, you know, people having chats. It's just a really exciting place to be. And also, I'm not going to lie, the atmosphere is better than the fan park at the city ground. Let's not kid ourselves here. Uh, Sam, absolute pleasure. And we end the podcast usually with a U Reds. Now, Sam, would you be able to provide me with a classic U Reds? U Reds. <laughs>